0: Alright, welcome back to 10 Songs with Aaron, the VIPs and MP3s edition, where I take a show down memory lane to let you guys know about some of my favorite songs, as well as you getting to know some of my friends I've met along the way. So this time around, I'm going to get into my boy Brent. Brent is an only child like me, so right off the bat, that was something he and I could connect on. I think he was in the same major as me. More importantly, I met him in the Memorial Union bowling alley slash pool hall slash game room. And he was working down there. He was working down there. Sometimes I'd go down there with Mark, Darren, and Shallon. And we'd talk to him because we'd realize, oh, you're from Hawaii. That's He'd hook us up with deals, of course. And-, and after a while, like I'd tell him, oh, just hang out with us. If there's a party you want to go to, let us know. That's how he slowly got into... Some of the more Hawaii club stuff. Because initially he was really more about the international students. Like he was trying to get in with the girls over there. Which is cool. He was in a different dorm than Mark and I. So started creating different friends. And you know when he started meeting up with us. Then we'd hang out more. Subsequently when Shallon broke up with Darren. And she used to just hang out in the pool hall. They used to be friends. And I'd go hang out with them. On top of that we had this other friend. Solomon that would come around and we'd play basketball with those guys. So it was, it was a separate group outside of Mark and Darren, because Mark and Darren didn't play basketball as much as I wanted to and also like at times if I didn't feel like hanging out with them while they are eating sandwiches, then I had another group of friends to hang out with. Brent was a little more Laid back, not as much of a drinker or anything like that. So at that point it was just cool to hang out with them and play basketball, watch movies. I think Brent only stayed at Oregon State for about a year and then he went home, which is another one of those reasons that was very unfortunate for my part because as you're hearing, a lot of the friends that I became close to in the second and third quarters of my freshman year they all decided to get up and go home, which was hard for me. But even when we went home, I would hang out with him. I would call him up. And so every Christmas time or, you know, anytime I come back home to Hawaii, I'd call him up like, Hey, let's go out. Let's go do something. Thing with Brent was that he's very sociable. He's very out there. He likes to meet people. And so because of that, we went to a lot of the clubby clubs down here in hawaii road cafe blue zebra i think indigo maybe i don't know there's the one that was on the other end of restaurant row that we used to go to also so brent knew all the people there he'd get us in front of the line so for that reason there's a lot of songs that remind me of my times out with brent you know just going to club after club and just out till super late just Listening to music And we couldn't drink at that time So we were still underage So we didn't do that FYI We'd still hang out with some of our other friends That he met at UH That we were hanging out with too So let's get into my top 10 list Of the songs that remind me of Brent Number 10 Cisco's Thong Song This got to number 3 in 1999 It got 4 Grammy nominations It's one of those big songs of the summer But I really hated it Brent, I think, loved it. Part of me wants to think that he, he bleached his hair because of Cisco. He might oppose me on this one, but I just, for some reason, I remember him bleaching his hair one summer, and I'm like, that is, that is not a look. But hey, who was I at that point, because I think he was involved with somebody, and I was a single guy. Number nine, Play a Poncho in LA Snow, What's Up, What's Up, from 1996. Another booty bass club song. That always came on that was super popular in in the mid to late 90s. Really no substance to the song. Just a bunch of bass and booty shaking. Number 8, Moby featuring Gwen Stefani, Southside. Got to number 14 in 2000. This was slowly the electronic transition. A little more mellow than other Moby songs. But because it was the Gwen Stefani collab, I definitely liked it number 7, B-Rock and the Biz, My Baby Daddy, got to number 10 in 97, just another booty bass song that is definitely relatively stupid if you ask me, but when you're 19, 20 years old, you're out at the club, grinding going on, you don't care what the song's about, it just becomes a very popular song, and Brent had some subwoofers in his car too, so when we leave the bar, we'd play it, and people would look at us and some people would shake our heads, you know. Some people would be like, yeah, that song's awesome. But number six, Freak Nasty, The Dip. Got to number 15 in 97. Again, another booty bass track. Brent apparently was about the booty bass. So was I. So I couldn't hate him for that. But he was more of a club rat than I was. Number five, Quad City DJs, Come On, to Ride the Train. Got to number three in 96. Huge song, jock jams, all those you know stadium anthems that you hear played throughout. know, sporting events and stupid, stupid as hell, but you can't hate it. I couldn't hate it at the time. But looking back, yes, super dated, super of the 90s. It's all about having a good time back then. Number four, DJ Smurf, ooh lord. This came out in 95. Another super bassy song. Lyrics completely derogatory, so super misogynistic. But almost surprisingly acceptable at the time. You know, looking back, of course, you, such a disparaging song, but at the clubs, when it comes on, can't help but dance. Shake your booty. Number three, Fat Boy Slim, the Rockefeller skank, got to number 76 in 98. Because Brent was into the club scene and there was that slow transition away from booty music to more of a EDM, Trance House, Euro House, whatever you want to call it He introduced me to those types of groups You know, the slow process started with groups like of Bass and Real McCoy That employed the pop electronic sound Fatboy Slim was less the vocals, more into the the beats and the, the danceiness of the song So Brent introduced me to groups like Fatboy Slim or the next one, number 2 Chemical Brothers Block Rock and Beats. This came out in ninety seven. It won the Grammy for best rock instrumental performance. Because of this it opened up my perception on just that electronic sound. Initially I was just I thought it was bloops and bleeps and always very up tempo, very high energy. So as Brent introduced me to these groups, I started to delve into other areas as well. And in some respects, some of these electronic stuff I really got into, like, Crystal Method, for example. Some of it was very hype-up music. If it was more down-tempo, it would also help me to study. Because it was white noise in the background, but at the same time, it was... It kept me entertained. And so, finally, number one, Alice DJ, Better Off Alone. Got to number 27 in 98. This was more of a slightly down-tempo electronic song. More along those trance lines. It helped me study. Like I was saying, opened me up to other electronic groups. So in truth, while I hated going to clubs, I appreciated listening to different music that was outside of my typical genres, the hip hop. Electronic was on the rise, so, so I could attribute my newfound appreciation for that style of music through Brent. Brent, I think, is doing pretty well. I see him online. He goes through spurts, so. Maybe if he hears this, he'll catch this. Hopefully you guys figured out what the theme of the top 10 list was this time around. If you did, definitely hit me up. TenZongZarin at gmail.com. Like and subscribe wherever you heard it. Give me five stars or the highest rating you can if you liked it. Hopefully you guys are staying safe, washing your hands. And I'll talk to you guys later.